It's the Portland Beer Club Podcast. Beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. Oh, Lisa, you and your story. Barty's a vampire. Beer kills brain cells. Now let's go back to that building thingy where our beds and TV We want you to want beers. go uh episode 11 of the portland beer club podcast at uh, portlandbeerclubpodcast.com uh we are joined by marcus as always our friend steve who's been on the show before and i'm your primary host sean uh and we're just we're pouring some stuff i gotta apologize right off the bat you're gonna hear a hum in the background and the reason being is it's 147 where we're recording today and if you turn off the air conditioning, it climbs up to 175. So we're just going to leave it on, and we're just you know gonna just put up with it, people. You'll you'll survive. Uh, I, I I listen to a lot of podcasts with a lot of popular people who have much more listeners than us and much worse sound quality. So uh, we're doing all right. What do we have here, guys? So this is a get up on that mic a little bit there, please. Yeah. So this <laughs> is a collaboration beer that uh, I did with Bear Lake Brewing in Southeast Portland. Yeah. Uh, a couple months ago, I went to them, brought a couple of my beers. This is the one we decided on. Uh, so it's a Cleopatra single hop IPA. Um, I think it's a pretty unique beer, very hard to get hop, Ooh. very new to the market. Um, hmm. Yeah. Real interesting nose. 60.9%, 70 IBUs. I think very dry. Great. I, I think it finished uh, below 1010. Yeah. So, That's delicious. It's good. Yeah. Very pintable. Uh, passes the three pint test, if I remember correctly, last night when we released it. Um, yeah. yeah. So, is this your first uh, your first professional brew job? It is. Yes, this is my first professional collaboration. First collab. Brew. Yes. Excellent. So, how brew job. Exciting times. <laughs> you had a little brew job. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tell tell us how this, how did you make that happen? Uh, so, like I said, a couple. I mean, so we I. ABV has done collaborations in the past, but we haven't done any for about a year at this sure. point, I think. Um, I went to Bearlick, uh earlier this year. Uh, I said, hey, you know, you guys have some white space on the calendar. I'd love to get on your system. I said, yeah, sure, come on by, bring some samples. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, uh, for the brewery, it's rather low risk because uh, I have done the test batch. We know that the beer is tasty. Right and ABV Main Brew IBU is going to buy at least half the batch. Sure, straight off the bat. So oh, they'll easily sell the rest in their tap room then. Yeah, yeah. So it's and that's kind of how it came about. We provided uh, Main Brew provided the hops. Uh, our hop broker uh, Ted out in Baker City. He for the last two years, I believe, has bought the entire crop of Cleopatra hops. Yeah. Uh, so he's the only one you can get it through. And uh, yeah. So what are the Cleopatra hops? Where are they grown? No idea. I'm not sure. I, Greece. We can get them in leaf. <laughs> the so I know that they're oh, grown. Oh, Egypt, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wrong, <laughs> old, wrong mythology. Old, old yeah. Greece? <laughs> old Greece, yeah. <laughs> now, so we, we can get them in leaf hop, so I know they're grown stateside because okay. we can get them pretty fresh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, I, th- I, th- I think they're a uh, noble heritage. Yeah. Uh, just based upon the flavor and the aroma profile because it's not like a traditional – um, as you'd call them, sea hop. This is not a West style. Coast hop, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it is. It has characteristics. I mean, so it's incredibly pintable. It's easy drinking. 
But it's got a dank quality That's to it. The way you've hopped it, it's definitely got a dankness, but it's not on the tongue. If that, yeah, you know, on the palate. So it's the hopping schedule yeah. was a as a sixty, a fifteen, and a zero, and then a double dry hop in the mm-hmm. in the secondary. How uh, many? Uh, Twenty two pounds total. Total. Yes, for in, a, in ten barrels for a ten barrel batch. Okay, Correct. so about uh, two pounds per barrel. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Wow. That's it really tastes good. like there's more than that in it, to be honest. No, it, yeah. it worked out really well. Yeah, it's it nice. It turned out great. Yeah, yeah. Well done. The late additions and the dry hopping, I think, really come Tell through. Tell me that. So I don't want to take up the entire time talking about this, but you're an avid home brewer like I, I am. am. And I'm curious, what is the like top three takeaways that you learned or since it's your first professional brew, right? What is the like the top three from a home brew standpoint you can take away as like a, a lesson that you've learned from the professional breweries? Anything like that where that's interesting or you're like nope i do everything better at home <laughs> uh, so one thing i found interesting is that they they didn't do any water treatments oh really and they use city water uh yes okay well that's a i mean that's a brewery choice yeah I mean, well that, i think yeah. that's why portland's such a popular place for breweries it, they've got soft water they have very good yeah. water yeah the they did no salt additions okay um the uh the inline aeration's really cool by the way i'll bet like Super nerding out right now. But oh, I'll bet. Like doing that, like <laughs> as you're transferring, you're as you're going through the wait, they're airing it as they're transferring, as they're going into the uh, the fermenter. Mm. Yeah. So like as as is it, it com- like a secondary line coming in with the oxygen? Yeah, as it comes out. Oh, well, man. as it comes out That's of their cool. um, plate chiller, yeah. there's an inline stone, yeah. and it's like, oh, yep, okay, we're doing uh, this much, and then it goes in, and yeah, it That's goes awesome. in line, and then as they're uh, and they don't really worry too much about um, like heat uh, temperature shock, thermal shock for the yeast. So they pulled the yeast out of the fridge. It's in like a half barrel keg, uh-huh. essentially. We roll it around on the floor to, to get it to slurry it up. To slurry yep. it up, and then you just kind of put a sankey on top and transfer it in as it's going in. And like, oh, this is the weight starting weight. We need to transfer thirty pounds into there, and then once it hits thirty pounds down, you shut it off and. Huh. And then they just reprop it up in that keg or something again, or I mean, I, I imagine that kind yeah. of stays the same as home brewing. That's you know, interesting. The, so what, the what gravity is the... and the uh, amount of hops you use will kind of determine if you can use that yeast. So again. you're saying they just pop it in and the yeast is at forty while the beer's at seventy I mean, or whatever. It'll probably be yeah, about like forty to fifty, probably. Yeah, yeah. just coming str- like almost okay. straight out of the fridge. Well, it's probably you know it's probably the same yeast they've been using for, for a long time now. Uh, yeah, it's probably use, really uh, strong. They use the independent strain from Imperial okay. as their house strain. Um, I don't know if it's uh, available to home brewers. I think it might just be a commercial pitch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Um, Made some nice beer. and makes a nice beer. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that was only two things. I have a very hard time thinking of a third one, but those were I mean, okay. two pretty big things. That's pretty cool. Was it was it difficult for you to understand the conversions of going from homebrew amount to you know a bigger batch size? Not necessarily. I gave them my recipe, mm-hmm. and they are the experts on their system, so I trusted them to make the proper calculations yeah, yeah. which i mean in a true collaboration that's really how it should be sure because like i said they know how their system works we mat well another interesting thing we mashed at like 154 mm-hmm. which is way higher than i personally would ever mash for an ipa yeah for any yeah for almost any beer for most any, beers yeah, yeah most beers i mash low yeah and we mashed at 154 but we still finished out at 10 10 or lower yeah so I mean, it's just you that know, like I said, then. they're they're the experts on their system, and yeah. they know 
uh, their efficiencies. Uh, so I'm not going to try and dictate to them like, oh, no, you have to do it this way because this is how I did it. Right. So did you guys – how did you decide <clears throat> on the recipe? Was that all you or was it something where – I mean because obviously you brought in the test batch. Um, and then did they say, okay, great, grain bill looks good, hops look good, additions look good, let's go. So the actually the initial grain bill uh, we I used uh, – it was a smash. So it was Cleopatra hops, full pint malt, why we call it Cleopintra. Uh, great Western or country malt group, uh, they're no longer growing full pint malt because apparently – the growers didn't like it. It was a pain in the butt. Mm. So we used a uh, about 50-50 split two-row uh, Maris Otter. Okay. But, I mean, it yeah. worked out. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for the most part, uh, as far – I mean, the hop schedule was mine. And, uh, I mean, So it sounds itself, like the recipe was pretty yeah. easy to bang out and go, mm-hmm. okay, there we go. We're done. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, they use Beersmith. So yeah. I think most professional breweries do. I use it at, at this home. point. Yeah, <laughs> it's twenty-seven bucks. Why not? I probably I'm gonna have to convert over to that. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, um, that'll be fun if you're gonna try and get all your recipes in there. That'll be a long <laughs> night of typing. Mm, it would be. Um, okay, last question. Spreaky I swear. Yeah, no, no. Keep, uh, keep going, man. We got lots of time. Oh, do we? Oh, yeah. Okay. We got all night for about an well, hour. There's only three of us. So, all night. Know. How long did it take? Uh, what was the date? We started brewery? at about eight, and we finished around four. So about an eight-hour. Okay, so just that's only slightly longer than a homebrew day, really. I mean, yeah. on a fast, uh, Marcus and I, we brewed that IPA, the last IPA we did, and it was abnormally fast. We were done in just over five hours. Yeah. For And that was a quick day. Uh, but typically, I'm in the six to seven hour range. So, yeah, that's not And bad. ours was, I mean, yeah, it was cleaned, everything done, drink, pint in yeah, hand. pint in hand, yeah. <laughs> Sitting hours. on the chair, yes. The important part. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it was great. Uh, yeah, cool. the... Uh, how much drinking before the, like any drinking before you were done? Uh, a little bit, <laughs> not <Okay>. too <laughs> okay. controlled. Yes. So being a home brewer, that had to have been something to check off your bucket list to uh, go brewing a big. It's very fun. It's very very cool. I'm very pleased with the way it turned out, and uh, uh, Sean and Ben and Rick, the brewers over at Bear Lake, are all excellent people, and their staff are awesome. So yeah, awesome. It's been yeah, it was a very good experience. I'm. Looking forward to the next collaboration. <laughs> so well, I'm glad to see that you guys are picking that up again. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I, I've been trying since last October. Oh, have you? <laughs> okay, I've been, pilf- I've been, you know, pandering my beers to different brewers. Hey, do you, you need? Try this. Do you need good. someone to like carry your papers and pens or anything like that around the brewery? <laughs> and like tag along. Uh, I mean, if you're free, you know, and we're brewing. I'd I'd love to just hang out at a commercial brewery someday and just hang out or, or help if I can. But yeah, I'm sure our, it's just a fun day. Our yeah. buddy Chad's about ready to do the pro am thing with a great notion, so yeah. he's pretty excited. Uh, yeah. He did uh, who did he do? La- oh, he did Ecliptic last year and for George and the Fort first George year. year before that. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's been on a roll with the pro am thing. Cool. He's been having a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, well, I mentioned bucket list for a reason. Uh, our, our main topic today is going to be bucket list breweries to visit places. Uh, you want to go to that you've never been? I know I have a few. I'm sure you guys do too. I've got too many. I've, there are probably breweries I don't <laughs> even know about that I want to go to. Sure. Well, yeah, they're popping up all the time. We're learning about yeah. new, new great breweries all the time. So, yeah. Marcus, kick us off, man. What's 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 a few breweries you want to check uh, out? I'll start with you? a region first. I'm just going to go south to Southern California area. Yeah. Well, just California in general. Um, I love to hit the rare barrel. And see, you know, check out all the sour beers they're making. Check mm-hmm. out their tap room. While in that area, there's a, a brewery called Sante Darius. It does farmhouse and rustic ales, and they make the, my favorite <coughs> saison that I've ever had. Um, 
the Bernice. Didn't we have that? Yeah, Obed brought, Obed that, brought right? it. Last we did. I, I tried to here. save the dregs, but remember yeah. he uh, had that in his trunk and it was 100 degrees out? Yeah. So I, the dregs were dead. Yeah. Oh, well. But anyways. Killed the dregs. I'm, trying, I'm after another bottle to try and yeah, get prop those up and <laughs> use those dregs in a saison. But anyways. Uh-huh. Uh, and then going further south, you know, you've got the brewery, uh, society... I actually went to the brewery. Uh, Firestone Walker, I'd love yeah. to go there. Stone, I'd love to. Yeah. I mean, all those places. I've not been to anywhere in yeah. in basically in California. Yeah. So, um, I'd even go to Lagunitas. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> what, what about like Russian River? And all oh you? yeah, shoot, yeah. yeah. See, I'm gonna forget stuff. Yeah, Russian River, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Okay. So my parents used to live in Santa Rosa, and I visited them once. You've only visited your parents once. Well, they live in uh, Redmond. <laughs> I'm now. just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But uh, we went to <laughs> when I was down there. We went to Bear Republic, Russian River. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one day we went to like all the different wineries, stuff like Corbell, and I mean just that whole region is so cool to just like you can literally just drive down the road and be like, oh, there's a winery, there's a winery, there's a brewery, there's a winery, there's a winery, there's a brewery. Yeah. So, but yeah, nice. I mean Russian River up here gets some flack for being a little overrated, but. They do some good stuff. They do yeah. solid beers, I think, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't be where they are without making some good beers, I yeah. think. Uh, Am I missing anybody else in California? Well, I don't know. Probably. What, what about Probably. things outside of California? we got Colorado, oh. Washington, the East Coast, uh, the Midwest. Is there anything? Oh, yeah. Or you want Europe. me to keep going? I mean, I'll, oh, I'll oh, just keep. Look what's that? Jumping over the water. Europe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you like to go overseas? Uh, Lynn's at Guinness today. Lynn is at Guinness. I she was there today. My, my yes. bottle, my bottle for the share is actually from I Guinness in that. honor of Lynn. Yeah, yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's all she's drinking so over there so far. <laughs> Guinness would be cool. Um, I'd really like to go to Omnipolo because the yeah. stuff that we get at Main Brew and ABV, the stuff that they make is so good, just absolutely great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course I'd like to go. Yep, yeah, there you go. There's, we have an Omnipolo in the I don't know what this is. So I, uh, we can talk about it later. Uh, this is the pecan mud. Yep, Noah. Yeah, yeah. Noah. Um, <laughs> the Weinstefan, world's old, oldest brewery. I mm-hmm. mean, they've been doing it the, the longest, and it'd just be cool to kind of go to there. I, I, I've talked about this with my father, because like, he's... So I picked up brewing from him. He's been brewing for 35 years, something like that. Yeah. So I've been helping him... Since I was five, 25 years or so. Um, That's legal. But yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, ki- I'm just kidding. All right. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't a taste tester until I was at least 10. 18. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'd love to visit. Um, I want to go visit a monastery. But yeah, doing like a uh, European like brewery tour, like Belgium or Ger- yeah. and Germany. I mean, Cantillon hitting, you know. You know. What was the one, uh, the one place... Uh, the monastery that released the special stuff the one time and everybody freaked out and West Veteran. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Is, that, is, with that, those is that the one where you like you walk up a trail up to the door and you bite right at the door and it's like all could be. Old so school. the only way they sold that was that there was no markups at all mm-hmm. from uh, brewery to to exporter to importer to distributor to whole, to retailer. Hmm. Like it was the same price across the board. You know, mm-hmm. They weren't you weren't allowed to. And the only way that you got it was like there was a, we had apparently some bottles of main brew, mm-hmm. but there was like a raffle or whatever. Yeah. And that's how the people got it. Yeah. But, hmm. huh. but, but yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and also Southern California is definitely on my list. Stone and Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know if I, I've 
said this before, but like the uh, impact this year Nevada has had on the craft beer industry could cannot be overstated. Yeah, they've done. I mean, their yeast strain is like the number one selling strain that we have at work, and it's. I, I mean, if I had to use one yeast strain for the rest of my life, it it would be that strain pretty much. Would it? Yes, you could do anything with it. Pretty much. Yeah, because yeah. neutral. Well, any yeah. American ale. Yes, yeah, you can do with it. Right. Exactly. That. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a million other breweries. Yeah, I mean, if you you want to start going across, or Sean, do you want to start rattling off? Well, some? I mean, I, I'm just going to stay local for my first pick and say I, I got to get up to Barley Browns at some point. I mean, yeah, I've absolutely. Never been to Barley Browns. Yeah. It's one of my favorite breweries. So, yeah, um, yeah I'd like to go to Maine Brewing. Um, yeah, uh, you know, try some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or what do they call Maine Beer Company? I think, or is uh, it the one that does the fruit stuff? It's Maine Brewing. They, they, is it brewing? Okay, yeah. I'd like to go to Trillium if you're talking about yeah. that area too. Sure. Um, Treehouse, Treehouse, yeah, Treehouse, that was yeah. the other one I was trying to think yeah. of. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind checking out Founders, getting some of that stuff fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, try out Three Floyds, uh, Prairie, Prairie. Talk to our buddy Chad about yeah. Prairie. Yeah, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> uh, I'd like to check out Three Floyds. Yeah, <clears throat> if we're moving a little bit more west. I just said that. Oh, you did. You're not Sorry, even listening to me. I you never that. listened to me, Marcus. I don't. <clears throat> Ah, I fixate yeah. on myself. What about some of those Florida breweries? Anything down there in the south? Uh, well, Cigar City. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Wicked Weed is down, not in Florida, but it's, I think, south on the coast there. That's something you want to try? Oh, yeah. I'd like they to, make great sour beers. I'd like to go to Asheville and try the whole lineup <clears> in Asheville <throat> just because they, you know, they tout themselves as being quite the beer city. They were, they were I think to, they are. They yeah. were trying to say they were the number one beer city per capita, but I think Ben kind of kicked their butt in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, so I think they, they fell there. But but <coughs> it's interesting that all the West Coast breweries have jumped out and opened up breweries over there. I think mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada's over there. Uh, Asheville? And not specifically. Well, on what, one of them went specifically went to Asheville. Uh, I think uh, Green Flash just opened a place out there on the, on the East Coast in yeah. that area. Uh, Virginia area. I'm not sure. Anyways. I'd like to check out um, Jester King. I tried to check it out once, uh, and they yeah. were closed by the time my flight touched down and I got there. <laughs> Where are they located? Texas? Austin. Austin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, I'd like to check out uh, Fremont. Yeah. Yeah. Up in Seattle yeah. area. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know. I lived in Texas for four years. I never went there. Well, Jester mm-hmm. King is, I mean, I think they've only been around about four years now. Oh, okay. So. They're, they're not an old brewery. Hmm. Well, yeah. I lived there 2009-2013. So and then but I was only I wasn't there for about a year. I was in Iraq. Hmm. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, so they do the open fermentation or I should yeah, say they, the, they the did, natural, um, you know, wild inoculation. So do, uh, Trevor at Degard <clears throat> brought a sample of a bottle out. It was a blend of a 1 and a 2 and a 3. I think Jester King was one of so like each there's three breweries, one of them had a one year, one of them mm. had a two year, one of them mm-hmm. had a three year. I mm-hmm. think Jester King was one of those three. Mm-hmm. I think they're still sitting Could on be. it. Mm. Oh, Degard is Degard is still oh, sitting on nice. those bottles. I think. Yeah. So. Okay. Could be letting them. Yeah, I right. remember. Yeah. Well, we need yeah. to get another beer open, guys. Do we? Let's try something else okay. here. Uh, our little pre-shows, we we drank Marcus's raspberry uh, cherry goes, which was very tasty. Before we got the microphones kicking. So do we want to do the... Uh, oh, I've also got a sticky, too. Um. The last four-pack <laughs> was in the fridge when I left, but uh, it'll probably be gone by tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we but I'm pretty sure we're getting more in. Yeah. The Guinness? What is it, like every two we weeks a fresh batch comes in? Once a month. Oh, once a month? Okay. But we get, like, 
24 cases. Sure. It la- so it this lasts, last one lasted month. about a yeah, a while. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. What are we what are we looking at there, Marcus? What do we want to open? So we're looking at the Omnipolo, the Pecan Mud, the Noah. What is that? It's a, an imperial stout okay. with pecans and is it just pecans? I, they don't say much else about it. We had it on tap and it was incredible. So this is a gift from Lynn for my birthday and she said uh-huh. hold on to this for a little while and let it age. And it was in my uh, keyser, and every time I open it up, I look at it, and today I was like, all right. Well, let's pop that open. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's quite good. Let's get that open. Uh, while you're doing that, let's... I think I had it on draft. Let's yeah. move over to our brewery of focus. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about Cascade Brewing? They, in my opinion, <clears throat> they're one of Portland's finer brewings, breweries. They're, uh, I know a lot of people have switched their loyalty over to Guard for uh, sour beers, but uh, I think Cascade kind of, I think, gets some credit for kicking off the sour movement, especially on the West Coast. Uh, and I still love mm-hmm. theirs. They have several beers there. Even some of their stuff that isn't even sour. I mean, they're, they're diesel number two. That you know, The barrel-aged stout that they have. Uh, the Glue Creek. Uh, we, I think we've talked sorry. about Cascade before in some of our top six lists. So what are your guys' mm-hmm. feelings? And, uh, you know, the funny part is, is it actually started out as Raccoon Lodge over here in Raleigh Hills in the uh, Beaverton, Southwest Portland area. And all their brewing is actually being done in Beaverton now at a warehouse, so right off 217. So it's kind of interesting. But uh, And they did that because they wanted to expand Cascade Barrel House out to a full-service restaurant, and that's probably going to happen here at some point. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I just I love that place. And the other thing about that place is I love their food. They have great food, pretty good service. Uh, they do the tap at Tuesdays. It's kind of a fun little place to hang out at. You know, get ready to spend a few dollars there because it's not cheap. <laughs> no. But uh, especially when, if you want to buy some of their bottles. But, uh, yeah. So, Marcus, thoughts on <clears throat> Cascade? I love Cascade. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. So they know what they do. They're not a wild, mm. I mean, farmhouse, whatever type brewery, but they... Uh, but they, uh, you know, they sour with lactobacillus, so their their souring notes, whatever you want to call it, are pretty straightforward lactic. But that's what they want. And but what they do with those beers is fantastic. They have a very good touch at, you know, blending. They do a great job with fruited all kind. Mm-hmm. I mean, fruit, dried fruit, rum, you know, a barrel, bourbon barrel. Uh, man, you just name it. They do they do everything, uh, as far as adjunct components mm-hmm. that are added in. And I think they do a great job with it because when you taste their beer, they're like, "Yeah, that tastes like an apricot golden ale." Yeah, you know, it's just now they're not their flavors aren't as in your face as Great Notion. They're much more subtle. That yeah, but um, they're uh, uh, you know I some someone called it a gateway, a good gateway brewery into mm-hmm. sour beers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's fair, but I also think that's unfair because it makes them sound like they're just not they're kind of simplistic. And I think that their beers have some nice complexity to them when they blend them together. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a number of beers they make that are really sure. complex. Um, I think they do a fantastic job with what they do, so I yeah. like them a lot. Yeah, yeah. Steve, are you? Uh, I haven't been to Cascade in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Lynn and I went there a couple weeks, uh, a couple months ago. At this mm-hmm. point, they had some of their brewery collabs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were very tasty. Yeah, I like just I had uh, one of those. like stuff. I literally pouring straight <clears throat> out of a barrel into a glass. They had a collab with cool. Rare Barrel too, that was also really good. Uh, Forces Unknown, I think. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Was really good, yeah. And they put on some good little beer events with some of their collaborate collaborators, uh, and some of their you know just getting some of the other sour people up in town and getting mm-hmm. them exposed and recognized. They you know mm-hmm. had some fun out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they have they've got great beers. I I don't 
you know, when people complain about, oh, they're not complex or whatever, it's like, I, I'm like, you know what? That's not what they're going for. They're, and what they're going for, they execute mm-hmm. really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they're really tasty. I think one of the first, this is, this is before the downtown pub was open, back when they were still Raccoon Lodge. One of the first sours I ever had was uh, their raspberry sour at, like, <clears> the <throat> OBF back in, like, mm-hmm. 2008 time frame, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And it's still great. Yeah. yeah. I love the summer beer. Great summer beer. They're, they're honey ginger. Oh. Uh, what's I don't forget what it's called. Honey honey lime ginger? Yeah, honey lime ginger. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, that is so refreshing. And they don't so bottle nice. it, though. They do not and bottle it. they don't it. distribute the kegs. <laughs> they do not distribute. They barely distribute any yeah. kegs. I mean, because it's rare you see one well, not on tap. So or the, on tap the somewhere else. So the honey lime ginger one, if they bottled it, it would keep fermenting. Yeah. And it would change. And so that's why they don't bottle it. Yeah. And actually, I, th- I think Main Brew and ABV may have been cut off from Cascade. Oh, oh really? Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh. So. Due to some some past issues. Well, no. Due to <laughs> we have a pub just down the road from them, and oh, gotcha. Yeah. Competition. Not that close. Close enough. That's what huh? I heard. Well, anyway. from Raccoon Lodge. Well, that's too bad. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. But that's still quite yeah, a ways away. It's too bad. Huh. That, that is. We too love bad. their beers and they're great beers. If we and if we can get them, we would definitely buy them. Yeah, I don't really get that mentality because I know I heard like Pelican was talking about when they moved into Tillamook and opened up their place in Tillamook that all the Tillamook people got really pissed off. All the other bar owners and restaurants and were mm-hmm. like all pissy with them because competition and like, no man. If nothing else, they're going to give you some good beer to put on tap at your bar and yeah. you know they're going to be bringing people. Man, that's capitalism. That's you know, Pelican also has a place in Cannon Beach too now. They just opened. They it do. Back. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's capitalism. You know, step up your game. Well, and embrace it rather than push it away. Embrace it because yeah. they're going to be bringing people to your town for business. Yeah. I mean, whenever something good comes in, it's only going to enhance your place. But I think they were all worried like local business was going to get taken away. Because everybody's going to go to Pelican. It's like, no, people aren't going to go eat at Pelican every single night and drink their beer every single night. They're still going to, you know. Yeah. There's lots of great places in Portland. Yeah. I don't just go to one. What <laughs> Pelican did was almost kind of make it a destination point. You might get an increase in traffic just because people will hang out there yeah. maybe a little longer. Yeah. And so, like you said, they're not going to go to Pelican all yeah. the time. So if, if that's Cascade's problem, I boy, that's sad. That's That would bad. be too bad. My yeah. only other complaint about Cascade, and we've talked about this before, is their price point is so mm. expensive. It is spendy. Um, yeah. And I know that they used to age all of their beers down on Ninth and Belmont, and that's an expensive, re- you know, real estate mm-hmm. piece of real estate. So now that they're aging everything out in Beaverton, presumably much less expensive to have real estate there. I right. don't know if that'll I, affect prices, but <laughs> I think prices are still going up. I don't know. It's uh, it's a spendy yeah. bottle. I mean, Last time especially I saw a Cascade, I was like twenty five, something like that. Yeah, they're yeah. twenty bucks at least. I think is the minimum, and, and it's there's. You know, there's Remember, a lot of really great beers that you can get. You, you know, that you can get from a lot of other breweries that are making sour beer that are not nearly as expensive as that. Remember, all I'll say is, remember when gas prices went up like four twenty-five mm. a gallon, and inflation just shot up because they said, "Well, the delivery of everything is super expensive," and then gas prices got back down to normal and prices stayed the same yeah. know, for all the you know products. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't don't expect the, those bottle prices to come I, down. Yeah, 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 I, I actually know. actually I moved from Oregon to uh, Missouri when gas prices were four dollars a gallon <laughs> yeah. not the best time to no move, but <laughs> that what, did I, what can i do right yeah oh man guys what do you think of this beer this is delicious this is the yes. this is awesome so these guys are out of sweden yeah i think so they're definitely uh um, that bottle marcus in, in Scan- the scandinavian peninsula yeah yes no i mean like i said the one of my bucket list breweries if i ever get you know a chance to go 
It's in like Swedish. I can't read it. Yeah, I think it's Sweden. Yeah. No, so this is the it's Noah pecan mud cake. I think is what it was, yeah, it was it's called. Really good, but it has pecans and it's it delicious. Literally yeah. tastes like a, a chocolate, a molten lava cake. It's kind of like a pecan brownie or pecan molten lava cake or something like like a really dense. This like, is what a twelve ounce bottle there. Eleven point two. Eleven point two. Three hundred thirty milliliters. I, I don't think I could drink this by myself just because it's, it's rich. so rich. It's eleven percent, so it's just got a lot of residual sugar in yeah. it. But this man, is, is it delicious? This is definitely a beer, like a bottle you'd want to share with somebody because it's which we're doing because it's an online bottle share. But uh, yeah, th- this is a really rich beer. But I, I love the rich beers. But even, you know, like at Oregon Brewers Festival this past year, uh, there was that one beer, the Cake. What was that, Marcus? Do you remember the the Mexican mm-hmm. Cake beer, whatever that was, at Brewfest OBF? Oh yeah, the uh, uh, it was the. <laughs> Uh, Obed's going to be so disappointed I in know. us not remembering this. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But that that was a beer. That, again, really oh delicious. But Wait, the, Mexican cake beer? Mex- oh, shit. Marcus can look it up. But it was, just, you know, it, it was delicious. Probably Maybe someone asked about that. Probably the best beer there. Allagash? No. Uh, they, they do a whole series of different vari- variations on this beer. Uh, and this was the Mexican cake, I want, I want to say. Uh, so it was spicy, real sweet, really, really rich beer. You know, the, the the taster pour was the perfect size for it. If you would have had any more, you'd just be like, I can't drink anything else. Not that you're going to get drunk, but it's just, it just like take over, takes over a lot your of mouth. Beer. Yeah, just a lot of flavor. And that's what this is. It's it's very delicious. But it's it, a know, lot of beer. But, you know, this little, what, four-ounce glass is like the perfect size for it. So I'm happy. Mm. We're all looking at our phones now except for me because yeah. I, f- I forgot to bring my phone into the studio. Uh, <laughs> trying. It's it's not loading. It, it's not that important. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, hey, Westbrook. What? No. Oh, wait. Was it Westbrook? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let, let's get back on track, guys. Okay. All right. So let's, let's get on track. Let's move on to our top six list because we got about a half hour, and that's about how long these usually take. So, uh. So I know we've done a lot of different variations on breweries, you know, some of our favorite breweries, and so I had to get creative to think of something new here. Top six Oregon breweries that are not in Multnomah, Washington, or Clackamas County. And for people who don't live here, that basically means breweries that aren't in the Portland metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oregon. So you can't say anything in Vancouver. It has to be Oregon. Uh, you son of a bitch. Did I fool you? <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically non or, or non-Portland Oregon breweries. Oregon breweries that aren't important. Okay, Sean. <laughs> you I got, got it. You got it now, Marcus? No, I got it. Thanks. <laughs> you think you can figure this out? <laughs> you can do it all right? Gosh. Okay, jeez. All right. Uh, Steve, why don't you kick us off, please? You're number six. All right. Number six. I'm going to start with the shoots. I don't think that's in Oregon. <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> that's Idaho. Wait, what? No. <laughs> Didn't they open a brewery Wait, in East Coast? Wait, Virginia. Yeah, Damn Virginia. It. Now, now they do have a Portland brewery, but their primary no, their brewery is, is in Bend, Oregon. Bend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, so, well, now they have, they have a Portland brewery, a Bend brewery, and now a Roanoke brewery. Yes, so. correct. Oh, that's right. Yes. One of those breweries that moved to the East Coast. We were talking about Good earlier. Good for them. But yeah, I mean, Deschutes Brewing, they're one of classic Oregon breweries. Mm-hmm. They've been around since 1988, I believe. Um, their facility is pretty awesome. Huge the Ben the Ben facility. Mm-hmm. Have you done a tour there? I have. Yeah, we did as well. Yeah. So That's I mean, you go tour. there, yeah. and their taster. I mean, you get like two free, essentially half pint tasters every time you go there to get lubed up for the tour. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you just go there, like, oh, what do you have on tap? Oh, okay, that sounds good. Let's have a half pint of that. The best IPA I've ever had from them was on tap in that tasting room, and it never made to market. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it just had a number. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so, and I love their beers. Uh, the one thing I would say is that a lot of their beers taste kind of similar because of, I, I think, because of the yeast that they use. They use a house yeast, they, and they only it, use it. It's an English ale strain, I, I believe. Yep, they use the same malt, don't they, for... Uh, no, I mean they probably use the same base malt, Maybe but base like malt, yeah. their grain bills have got to be different for their different beers. Sure. But uh, the the yeast, is, I mean, fermentation is like seventy percent of the flavor and aroma. So a lot of what you're tasting, if you taste like, oh, this tastes very similar between like Mere Pond or Fresh Squeezed or and their uh, yeah, it's their house strain uh, bitter. Uh, it's the house yeast strain. Okay. Um, and I think it's the English ale strain. So that'd be like my one thing. That I'm like, ah, oh, you know, come on. Mix it up but a little bit, guys. <laughs> they do excellent beers. We yep. we sell a lot of it at work, so people. Do you like really it. still? We sell a lot. A of lot of Deschutes bottles or tap or uh, kegs? On, on kegs to go. Yeah, kegs so yeah. like Fresh Squeeze, Black Butte Porter, Mirror Pond. Black Butte Porter still a big seller, huh? Best wow. selling uh, dark beer, I would say. Yeah. yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good beer. They're very well made. And yeah, it's a good beer. It's a classic. Yep. Hmm. Uh, Marcus, your number six. Uh, my number six is I'm. I think I'm gonna go with Freem. Okay, look at you in Hood River. Um, Freem makes, uh, you know, really solid beers. I've kind of I've been enjoying their branching out this year. They've done a whole bunch of barrel series uh, sour beers, and some are a little more mm, hit and miss than others. Uh, a couple of them I've really enjoyed. The Pesh was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed the, the uh, Creek, I think, was as well. Was that the other one that just came out about a month uh, the, ago? Or is that the rest? About a month ago. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That one was nice. I liked that. Um, they do a very solid IPA that have needs... Have you tried the Blah Bear yet? I have a bottle oh, yeah. of it. The, I have not drank it. one? It was that good. was probably my favorite one. Oh, really? Oh, good. the uh, sours they've done I have so one in my keyser. I didn't... I had that last week. It was tasty. It's tasty. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's that's great. Um, you know, we've talked about them before. Their IPA, their standard IPA, is really solid, especially if you have it straight at the brewery. It's mm. a, it's really good. And their double IPA is really good. And their double IPA is really good. Uh, their fresh hop IPA last year oh, won well. the fresh hop beer uh, I, uh, beer for me at the yeah. festival we went to in Hood River. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and uh, they do a bunch of saisons, which I think are decent. Um, mostly only in the brewery, although they do release one or two bottles of it. Uh, I've had their barrel, you know, the barrel aged stout was nice after about six months of aging. I thought it developed a little more character than what it had at release. So I just think they're a brewery still that has a lot of potential going forward and they make a, they have a really solid base. Yeah. So there you go. All right. My number six, uh, I'm going to go with Steve on this. I'm going to go with the shoots. Uh, I was just down at the Portland based place, uh, their, their pub, uh, last week and walked in, and to my surprise, they still had the Black Butte uh, 28 on tap, which is one of my favorite beers ever. So it was really nice to get some of that. And this is a great year for it, by the way. Uh, I know last year was just kind of, it was good, but it wasn't like it usually is. But, boy, this year's version is outstanding. Uh, they still had bottles of uh, the Abyss Variants. They still had, they had that's a, a rum Wausenbach, which I've never had. Um, um, it was just in bottle. It uh, wasn't on tap, and I it was twenty two dollars. So I just wasn't going to grab it at that time. But what was the name of that one? Was it Murder in the uh... No Murder in Rye was there. It's called, it's called the Rum Barrel Aged Weisenbach. Okay, yeah. Yeah. it's called Rum. Yeah, Rum Weisenbach. Rum Weisenbach. Yeah, brewery wow. only though, right? Weisen. Yeah, you have to get it in the bottle. So, 
Uh, but yeah, again, twenty two bucks, and I just wasn't in the mood to gamble <laughs> that day because sometimes you know Deschutes makes outstanding beer, but sometimes some of the beers aren't that great. I mean, the one thing that frustrates me with Deschutes is, in my opinion, they they don't make outstanding IPAs. They make pretty good IPAs, but nothing that's ever outstanding. And for a Ben Brewery, you'd think that they'd be knocking it out of the park. But honestly, know. I don't know that they make good IPAs. <laughs> for uh, me, um, fresh squeezed when it first came out yeah. was good. Yeah, now. It's kind of hit and miss. Yeah. yeah, and and their other standard IPAs I'm not a big yeah. fan of. Yeah. So, And again, I think mm. I've talked about this before, but I know uh, at one point I was down at Bridgeport Brewery way back before beer exploded, uh, and I was I was having some you know, beer out on the uh, outside, and they were had a, they had like a stack of their their porter, like cases. Of, and I said, what's going on there? Oh, we're just getting rid of it. I said, how much are you selling a case for? Oh, like eight bucks a case. I'm like, why are you selling your your porter for eight dollars a case is because we're we're just gonna stop making it. I'm like, why aren't you making porter anymore? Because we can't compete with the shoots. <laughs> the black beer porter is just too dang good. We can't compete, and we're giving up. So that says something when you make a beer so good that your competitors just stop making it. <laughs> so yeah, I'll I'll give them some props for that. Steve, your number five, please. All right. All right before we do that, let's let's open another beer. Did here. you did you take a picture of this? By the way, this is kind of crazy looking that we're gonna yeah. drink out of something that came out of this container. It, it's like in a a very formal box, like a it's shoe in a box. Co- it's in a beer coffin. Yeah, it's either yeah, right. It's either Guinness, the nineteen, uh, seventeen fifty nine limited edition amber ale, or it's the Ark of the Covenant. I'm not sure which. I may <laughs> Don't die. Look at. I it. may die if I look at Don't it. Don't look at it. Okay. We're all looking away as you open this up. Oh, this wow, was that's actually, a sexy looking bottle. Yeah, this was actually a gift to me because I I'd done some dog sitting for a friend and she. Bought this for me. This that is, like, is a, like a nice matte black yeah, bottle that's an and awesome gold bottle. print. That is cool. Corked. I believe corked. Yeah, I this is a beautiful this bottle. Goes for roughly thirty-five bucks when it first came out. I don't, you know, I haven't seen it since. I remember seeing it when it first was released. Um, this then, was bottled. It looks well. It says the lot number is fourteen oh nine seventeen. If I believe that, it was bottled in the two thousand fourteen. Well, there you go. I don't know if that's true or not. So it's actually an amber, I believe. It's not a. It's not a stout, which we're used to seeing from Guinness. I believe this, this is, is a uh, yeah. I want to put this on the hood of my car, <laughs> on the hood of your wife's Beamer. Yeah, <laughs> hood ornament. Great. Yes, yeah. it's a great hood ornament. So yeah. All right, see if your number five will Marcus All twist right. the top off of this thing. My number five. I'm gonna have to say Freem. You're going with Freem. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm going with Marcus on this one. I mean, I, I've been there once. They have a super clean facility. <laughs> Pull that off the table. You're making noise on the mics. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they have a super clean facility, which for me, being a home brewer, like seeing a brewery that is has a very clean facility is very mm-hmm. important. Uh, the atmosphere there is great, just like right on the river. And again, they they make excellent beer. Um, yeah. Every single time. They have a one-off. Uh, whether it be their Dankop, their Down Under, their Session, their Double. Thank you, sir. Yep. We'll always bring it in to both sides, the ABV and the Main Brew side, and we'll just sell a ton of it. Yeah. Because people will seek it out. We actually have, we literally have a, it's called a Freem call list. <laughs> that's, that's good. So whenever we get mm-hmm. in six barrels, uh, the 5.15 gallon uh, homebrew style kegs, the size kegs uh, of any Freem, we call these people like, "Hey, we got this in. Would you like us to hold one for you?" Mm-hmm. And typically, they'll say yes. That's funny. Yeah. I, I know whenever I see Freem on the shelf, I always check because you never know what they're releasing, what's coming out next, and 
you know, it's like it's like every two or three weeks they're putting something new out that's you know they haven't made before. So they're they're always being creative and yeah. new and different. Yep. And so. I don't know if you've checked the tap list yet for Linfest, <laughs> but uh, pretty much every single corked um, bottle that Freem has released in the last year, we will have on tap. Nice. So the Flanders Red, the Flanders Blonde. Awesome. The, the, the Flanders Blonde. The Oud Creek, the Frambozen, the Pesh, the Frambozen, that's the one I think I liked a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so at least those six, and then. Yeah. Fantastic. And then, and then another Clea Pinecher will also be on tap. And then another <laughs> 23 taps. Tap number 13. Excellent. Buy it now. It's on, it's on 13 right now? Yes. Oh, excellent. Uh, Marcus, your number five, please. My number five is going to be one that's going to throw you for a loop, probably. Okay. Uh, Bridgeport. Num- yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, that's Multnomah County. <laughs> for the Hefeweizen. Uh, Ale Apothecary. Oh, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. Oh, okay. But that um, was just off my radar. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ale I'm trying to spell Apothecary right now. <laughs> A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R. Oh, look at you. I'm so wow. smart. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, a- you just go a carry. Yeah. Uh, Apo the carry. I've really, in the last couple of years, really come to just love wild... You know, farmhouse. I don't know if they call his beers farmhouse, but wild fermented beers. And I think that uh, what I think his name's Paul does out in, at uh, Ale Apothecary uh, does in general is just unique. There's not much that I've had that are similar flavor profiles to the beers that I've had from him. I think I've had about a I don't know a half dozen or so, maybe eight. Um, and I've liked pieces of all of them. Some I've liked more than others. Some have been amazing. Um, and, uh, it's just fun to see the complexities that he can do, you know, what he, what he comes up with, with whatever he's doing with his beer, which honestly, I don't know a whole lot about it, but, um, you know, his beer's expensive, but every, every time I have one, it's something unique that I haven't had before. And he made a cool ship out of like a hollowed out cedar log. Yeah. I mean, something like that. Yeah. The whole idea. I mean, he, everything he's done at his house, you know, basically brews out of his quote unquote on his property and you know it's all handmade or hand-me-downs or secondhand or whatever and he's you know producing this phenomenal beer that's unique that i just haven't had elsewhere and i really appreciate that so that gets my number five there you go uh my number five i'm gonna i think steve and i are going hand in hand here i'm a frame and uh, you know not just fantastic beers but a fantastic guys fantastic location uh you know that is a fun place to drive to from portland it's what an hour and a half maybe uh yeah about about an hour and a half drive to get to hood river you go down on the river they're right on the river if you get the right seats you have a nice little view even if you don't get a view of the river it's just nice inside they've done a really nice job with the place uh real friendly staff good food uh, I just I love going there, and I know you know Lynn. She freaks out whenever she gets to go there. She goes quite a bit. She, I think she went there for their fourth anniversary. She did about a week ago, two weeks ago. Andrew and uh, Lauren, his wife, were also there. They were yeah, there, yeah. yeah. Had a good cool. time. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm just not much more to say. I think we we've, we've all talked about Freem. Good place. Cool. Right. Steve, number four. Number four. I'm gonna go with the guard. Ooh, yeah. Great smell. Best smell in a brewery. Tongue in cheek. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Driving out to cow country. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had maybe one beer that I've been, you know, eh, that's okay from DeGuard. I've had one that was really skunky. Yeah. <laughs> it was well. like, what? It was that 
It was that Hublon Pesh. Oh, the Hublon Pesh. That was a little too skunky for me, and I was really looking forward to that beer. But yeah. other than that, man. Yeah, most, every single thing I've had from them yeah. has been very unique, very tasty. Uh, Trevor and Lindsay, very nice people. Uh, they order stuff from us all the time mm-hmm. on the main brew side. They'll be like, oh, we need caps. Oh, they like, still do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. They, they'll, they'll, oh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Six, whatever, something blimp drive. And yeah, yeah. 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 And, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you're probably the closest brewing supply store. So. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, and we ship to them all the time. I think, well, they started out as home brewers at a mm-hmm. main brew before they went commercial. When ABV so. opened, they had a special keg from Degard. I don't know if you, you they were, opened? When no, ABV that was uh, about, so I started in September they opened in February, so... Okay, yeah. Valentine's Day 2014. Yeah, Earth. you weren't there either. No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they had a gin barrel aged. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, that's that was there from DeGarde. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had their gin barrel aged ghost uh, maybe last month, and that mm-hmm. was outstanding. Super nice, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, I, so, when I go for, like, barrel-aged stuff, people are like, oh, bourbon and yeah. whiskey or whatever. But the gin and the tequila stuff, the stuff that you, like, don't really see that often and mm-hmm. it's in the lighter beers, that's what I go for. Mm-hmm. Because it's unique, it's flavorful, you don't yeah. have very much of it, yeah. and you get, like I said, very unique flavors, yeah. which in brewing... More drinkable, too. In brew- I mean, yeah. And this time of year... Typically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lighter beer. Yeah. That's great. There you go. Marcus, number four. Oh, before we go to your number four, let's do a little, uh, we've got this Guinness in our hands. Let's do a little toast to Lynn. Because oh, she's, yeah. she's in Ireland. Lynn. She's having a to Lynn. To Lynn. And uh, thank you, Lynn, for the birthday gift. That was so good. Oh, yeah. That on Apollo was delicious. But this is pretty tasty stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about this? I mean, you know, Guinness is kind of one of those beers. They're kind of a standard a beer in America. Of- and, well, not, not an American beer, but in America, Guinness is just kind of a household name. And you think stout, because that's really all anybody ever has mm-hmm. from Guinness. So what do you think about Might this? Might be my favorite amber ale ever. It's yeah. good. Multi sweetness. It's good. It's very malty, yeah. Uh, little to no bitterness. Little to no hop aroma. It's not cloying. It's good. Not cloying. Sweet finish. Mm-hmm. Maybe slightly oxidized, mm-hmm. but probably from the age and the cork. Mm-hmm. Well, and I know this did sit out in my girlfriend's car for about a day. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not bad. It's not, the oxidation is not unpleasant. I can taste yeah. it, but it's not unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Now it's not like it's not like when a when a Deschutes goes bad. <laughs> this isn't an abyss from 2000. 2010 or yeah. eleven. Yeah, yeah so mm, not I too bad. Bring one, I could bring one of those next time. <laughs> I can br- I can bring five of them. <laughs> They've been in my fridge, so <laughs> that's good. They haven't been out. Mine have been in my cellar. Mm, please do. Oh, we'll, do a, we'll do a cellar version and a uh, fridge version. Yeah, sure. That'd be actually, <laughs> that'd actually be interesting. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. Ooh, it could okay. be. I'm down. Right. Okay, I'll do that. Not, sorry, so you've committed. Uh, Marcus, you're number four. Okay, so my three and four are kind of interchangeable. So I think I'm going to go... This is a tough one. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Fort George. Okay. Uh, even though, boy, that's a tough one for me. Because uh, they, they're... Right there, at number three too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fort George. We've I've talked about Fort George in other episodes. They make good IPAs. Sometimes mm-hmm. great IPAs. They put out a bunch of different varieties. They every beer style they make is solid. It's good always good. System. They barrel age is good. Yeah. Stouts are good. Pales are good. IPAs are good. And I'm just going to join in this conversation because my number four is Fort George as well. Okay. So <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, everything they make is is good. And, I don't think I've uh, ever had anything that'd say that's a bad beer. 
And and most of what they make is, I'd say that's an extremely be good beer. Plasm might be the only thing you wouldn't like, but that's because I've had it's plasm more, and it was yeah, that was that was something. That's this not your style. It's not my style. But it's good. I like it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Style. Yeah, I liked it yeah. for a farmhouse in a can. Yeah, it yeah. was good. Good, and it was not expensive, and it was great. Yeah, and they put on one of the best beer festivals in this in this. Love state. their beer. Love festival. festival of dark arts. arts. Yep. Yeah. Have you been? I'm not. Oh, you got to join us next year. It's so much fun. I'll have to find someone to cover for me. <laughs> it's on Valentine's Day too. I don't know if that matters. Well, it's always talk to my wife. It's always <laughs> Valentine's Day. Weekend. Hey, Sasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I please take this day off? Yeah. Uh, right. So yeah, that Fort was my George. official asking. By the way, <laughs> that was oh, when, okay. when she listens to this. Great. Uh, yes. All right. I'm covered. We'll take we should good, probably start taking care about of him. Date for that coming up in the next couple of months. I bet. Yeah, they usually do something like late fall, something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Is there really anything else to say about it? Well, I mean, and again, and solid I, food at the at the, the location is great. I, I think I said I love the location there. It's like, outstanding because they've also not, not only do they have the brew pub where you can go and eat the good food, and they have the upstairs with the fire oven. And they pizza. got a great patio that you can see the bay and then you from. Can go, you can go over in the brewery, and they've got the little uh, the little tap room over there, yep. the, the Lowell Lowell room, Lowell Lovells or Lovells, Lowell's or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. It's something like a barrel uh, warehouse. Too. Yeah, they got yeah. a barrel warehouse down there. Yep. Yeah, and, and the whole brewery's open during. Festival of Dark Arts, so you're walking around everything. Great view of the river. You mm-hmm. know, sits up on the little bit of a hill. Yeah, kind of overlooking Astoria. So, yeah, and, I love Fort George. They're great. Yeah, oh, man, I'm splitting hairs here, but yeah, yeah. There you go. Like I said, that's my number four. Also, so Steve, let's go to you with your number three, please. Number three. You're just going off the top of your head, both of you. No, guys. he's got. No, he's I have a list. Okay, I'm I have very, my phone okay. right I'm here. I'm a very, fe- I'm a very fastidious monster. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so my number. Two and number three are very close. So I'll do number. I'll do one. I'll do yeah. f- uh, Fort George essentially. Okay, is my number two or my number three, three. rather. Okay, and uh, we've already hashed that out. So anything will, else? You done? Nothing yes. to add? Well, they have really good pizza, and if you <laughs> ask for it party style, where they cut it like you know in squares and stuff, ah. as opposed to center cut as uh-huh. is traditional. Tell me about squares versus triangles for pizza. It's good. Well, it's the best better. part is if you don't like crust, you get some of those middle pieces. No crust. Ah, do you not want the crust? I don't like crust. Ah, uh-huh, okay. I, you know, well, don't, are you a non-crust person well, that, as well? Is that why you smaller like it? pieces, so mm-hmm. you know, you kind of don't. You don't have to like eat like the a whole piece, right? If you if you start a piece of pizza, you kind of feel obligated to eat the whole thing because uh, no one else is going to eat that piece mm-hmm. of pizza. So like the big, but, you're like the big New York style like triangles where you're like, oh, I'm eating a quarter of the pie. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Okay. But they cut it. But if you ask for it party style, they'll like do essentially a grid. I didn't know that was pizza. called party style. Mm. Yeah. I didn't either. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's called party style. Oh, little Caesars you. does it. Huh? Isn't that how Little Caesars cuts their pizza? Little Caesars <laughs> is a party. <laughs> Every time. So, yeah. In a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so after. The next brewer I talk about, I'll go back to kind of right. Fort George. Tie it all together. I yes. want to talk more about so. party style. Oh. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, cut, it's like a grid. I'm with you because at home when we make pizza, uh, like I, I Traeger pizza, we do party style. I just didn't know what it was called, but that's how we like to eat it, party style. Pretty sure that's what it's called. Yeah. Mm. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Marcus, number three. Uh, my number three, which was a super close call with uh, Fort George's Barley Browns. Okay. <clears throat> And because of all the reasons we've mentioned on every other show, probably, uh, Barley Browns makes awesome IPAs. Yeah. And I drink IPAs a lot. And single, double, triple, they're all good. All the variants, they've got multiple 
kinds in each style. Uh, they've done the, their collaboration IPAs have been great. Um, I like Turmoil is a great, probably my favorite straight CDA. Um, and uh, you know, their their other beers for me have been hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, just because they just kill it with IPAs and CDAs, I'm I'm in and there. And they put out a lot of variations. That's of, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. like there's like ten beers you could probably name just IPA yeah. CDA realm. Um, that yeah, that gets it for me right yeah, there. I hear you. Uh, my number three. I have a feeling I know what you. I think you, what you're switching between your two and your three is probably what I'm going to be doing the same thing here. But I'm going uh, block fifteen is my number three. Uh, you know, I, I was—I think I was kind of like a late bloomer with Block 15. I wasn't impressed maybe two years ago with what Block 15 was doing. But in the last couple of years, especially since you and I actually went down there for one of those release things, you know, the brunches, and mm-hmm. got to go down there and kind of experience the Block 15, uh, the whole atmosphere of that place, I've really grown to like this, you know, this brewery quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Sticky Hands, which we have a can right over there, is one of the best double IPAs around. Yep. Uh, their their aging system is fantastic. Uh, I, I love the way they love beer because <clears throat> I think what the love they put into their beer really shows with their releases and how they you know they treat their their fans and their customers. Uh, so delicious food. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know it's it's it's. Have you it, tried their waffle fries? No, I was only there for brunch. Their waffle fries, like their loaded waffle fries, yeah? are so good. They're yeah. like waffle fried chips. Better than Great Notions. Waffle. Fries? I thought we were talking about Great Notion. No, block fifteen. Now we're talking about oh, waffle fries. Damn That's it! <laughs> I'm oh. off my game because Great Notions in Portland. You're right. <laughs> now I don't trust him about party style. Party style damn could it. be a lie. They party use... style, I'm going to get triangles. <laughs> I get fucking I, I triangles distracted. with party style. I got you distracted bastard. in my head by the waffle fries from <laughs> Great Notion. It just got in I your just, head. I just started talking about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It happens. Oh, it happens. No, but Block 15 does have good food. Maybe they do have good waffle fries. I don't know. I've only been there for their brunch. Their food is awesome. Yeah. I've, I've eaten there a couple times, and yeah. uh, probably three or four times now, and it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, everything I've had is good. They have a really strong fan base, and that says something, so... Hmm. That is my number three, Steve. Let's get to even you. though they're in Corvallis. No, that's where I was actually headed. Yeah, that is the downfall. Being an Oregon <laughs> Duck, uh, you know, I, you know, it's like going there. It's like okay, I'll put up with this town. <laughs> they had the duck game on uh, when we went for the brunch. Remember, Andrew was watching it. Really? Yeah, I don't remember at that. the bar. Oh man, yeah. I Wait, think he wh- was. Which game was it? Oh, I, I think it was a preseason something. It was like last fall, right? So it wasn't, well, I don't know. It wouldn't be preseason in the fall. Why weren't we watching it? Maybe it wasn't a duck game now I that think I think it about it. I think okay. we, they wouldn't show a duck game in Corvallis. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, number two. All right, so my number two is going to be Bowie Ooh. out in Astoria. Oh. So we've got Fort George, then Bowie. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, they're they're pretty equivalent in my book honestly mm-hmm. as well, there far are a as, like, few blocks which, apart which, yeah exactly you can, you can literally walk <laughs> you can. between the two yep. of them mm-hmm. in fact which, i think we did have i think we as have. a matter of fact i did uh so next weekend it's hood to coast right yes. so my are you, thought are you doing that i am not running okay. no i've run three years uh, i'm not running this year i've run 12 years you've run hood to coast 12 years i've run every leg actually i've run 13 years i've run every really leg. i yes. drove one year <laughs> i didn't know that yeah what I've run every leg. So my dad has done it 31 years. Oh, my That's God. That's crazy. 
I think this will probably. So I was supposed to do it this year, and he's been a team captain like the last twenty years or so. Okay, jeez. This is probably his last year being a team captain. He still probably wants to run it, but he doesn't want to be a team captain because it's a lot of work. Uh, But anyway, so next a raffle to get into that. So he's gotten in every year. Uh, if you've done it as long as he has, it's not necessarily a raffle. Okay. Because he kind of gets grandfathered in. Okay. All right. He's then. Yeah. He's, is your dad it, Phil Knight? This is not a Hood to Coast <laughs> show. Sorry. My dad is, is Steve Brainerd. I am also Stephen Brainerd. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> and my father before me. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yes, I've run it three years. He's run it thirty-one years. My mother has run it twenty-four. Five years, I oh, believe. Uh, so yeah, it kind of goes in the family. Yeah, running in beer. Um, oh yeah, that goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, for most people, I think. Last time I did <laughs> hit the coast, we finished our legs and we booked it straight to Fort George and drank beers on the patio. So, so our yeah. our team, we have a, a hotel room uh, at at the Shiloh Inn, which is right there at the finish line in Seaside. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's where that's where we'll stay the night. But we'll anyway, talk about next week, next weekend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm volunteering. So I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, volu- volunteer. I'm, I'm volunteering. Are you doing the mega shift? Uh, no, I'm doing like a four hour shift okay. at the coast, setting okay. things up. Okay. And so, and my wife is as well. So we'll both. Welcome be to there. the Hood to Coast podcast. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, last year, um, the next, so we spent the night at the the Shiloh Inn, and the next day we went to Astoria, and we went to Bowie and Fort George. And that same weekend, or I mean, I guess every weekend probably they have a Sunday market, like right there yeah, downtown. Yeah. Like best crab cakes I've ever had in my entire mm. life. They just like crepes, like the whole setup and stuff. We mm-hmm. walked back and forth between Bowie and Fort George, and Bowie is a, a super cool brewery. There's like an old fish packing plant hanging out there. So cool, right? They have the the glass floor. You yep. look down. You, yep. They got these. Uh, if you're in the bar area, sea so lions cool. down there. They're not there anymore, according to Sean. Last time I went to the Astoria, there, was, there? there was no sea lions. No. They scared them off with maybe these big car sales, or something. Guys. I don't know. Yeah, with the yeah. blow up doll things. Yeah, yeah. the uh, flappy like super maybe, maybe it's seasonal. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, when I was there last. Uh, Oh, about a year ago this time, because yeah. that was that's Hood to Coast. Yeah. No. I was there a couple of months ago, and there was no sea lines. You couldn't hear one of them anywhere. Hmm. So you've run it 13 times? Yeah, we can talk about it off the air. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've run leg six twice and every other leg. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean five. Leg five twice and every other and everything else once. Isn't five the worst one? No. No, it's not the worst. Five is the one where you go, like, your third leg, you go up, 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 and then down, 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 right? Uh, the one that goes up the oh, hill. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, God, I'm, I'm no. getting confused now. Yes, leg, leg seven. Five is the leg worst. seven. I've run twice. Sorry, leg five. I ran two years ago. Yes, that's why leg I have that in my head. Leg five is the worst. It is. Is it the longest? Yeah. It is the longest cumulative mileage, and it is. Yes, it has so, the longest. It has the longest leg on the on the course, and then and the last has, leg has you, three you, miles up and, and three miles, miles down. down. You crest and, the uh, cascade. Uh, uh, Range the coastal range, yeah, yeah. The coastal range, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. 
So <laughs> that's also the rapey run. Like, it's like where it's yes, dark ra- and there's no road. I raped and, many people. Oh, it depends on time. But I mean, well, no, but it's it's. Uh, I mean, like there's you, the vans can't follow you. Like you you go off on your own for a bit. Oh no no that's no, not this no, one. No, not no, this no, that's one. not this one. No. Is that not that leg? No. no. What leg is what I'm talking about? You're thinking of van two, I think, because that's uh, in the well, nighttime. Well, there's one. The we, were, we were van yeah. two. I mean, yeah. it depends on when you start, and uh, but there's also the. Uh, this has turned into uh, the show. <laughs> yeah. The anyway, but yeah, leg five. So two yes. years. Two years ago. So that ago, was my last leg. Two two years ago. Um, my van had me run leg one, and then I had to run leg my other le- five other leg five legs. So I ran straight down Hood to co- or Mount Hood because the other guy was kind of older and he didn't want to run uh, his knees. Okay, it's like oh yeah, you got young knees, no big deal, you can do that. That's no, a, by whatever. the way, leg one might be the second worst leg. It's terrible. So I did leg one, yeah, and then I did leg seventeen. Which is the really long one, yep, yep. really flat. It's flat. It's you're and just you, going like, along the highway. The, you look at the signs, and they're like, "Oh, this way." So you go this way. It's five miles. You go this way. It's five miles. Okay. Yeah. I run a little bit. Oh, the same cities. This way, five miles. This way, five miles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you finish. It's I think it's one high school to another, like yeah. uh, Scapusta Sisters or something like yeah. that. I think. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then uh, the last leg, three miles up, three miles down, over the the coastal range, and that. It was not fun. Nope. So, which is why I'm volunteering this year. Oh, okay. Instead of well, running. That makes sense. So, all right. It's way harder to find volunteers than runners. So yeah, That's true. Marcus, number two. Let's get back on track. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. So my number one and my number two are also interchangeable for uh-huh. me. Uh, and I have, I'm have i still struggling with this. So they're like 1A, 1B, I guess is what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Uh, so for number two, I am going to choose, uh, and it's only because uh, I'm going to choose to guard. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, for all the reasons that Steve mentioned, first of all, the I think smell. the one thing the one thing he didn't mention is best brewery next to a blimp hanger. <laughs> By far, <laughs> I've never been to a better one. Uh, um, no, I mean everything they do is not everything, but like ninety nine percent of what they do is great to exceptional. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and even the Hublon Pesh, I, I, I'll drink them. They're just not as they're not the Degard standard that I think you're skunky used to. that I didn't like. That, yeah, you know, um, but man, I mean, and, and you would think that with the wild yeast and bacteria that they have, that you might get a lot of similarities. But man, their beers are just different. Like the booze are different because they fruit them so heavily and differently. And then their lambic style beers are just everything is just different. I mean, it's it's incredible that what they've been able to do with their grist. With the wild cultures that they're doing, mash temperatures, barrels that they're using, whatever they're doing, they're creating this complexity that just kind of keeps going. And uh, fantastic beers. I, I love Degard. I wish I could get their beer more readily. I, I tried to get I have a tomorrow. Jo- I know I can't go tomorrow. <laughs> I uh, they're they're doing like three bottles tomorrow. They're right? doing a huge today. release. I think today. Released today. Today the yeah, release today. Yeah, huge release today. Um, and. Yeah, the purple is an amazing beer. What I've heard, I We're had it. We it. had it when we went to uh, Festival of Dark Arts, mm-hmm. actually. But anyways, yeah. on site. But yeah, um, that's enough about them. They're they're amazing, and yeah. like you said, Trevor Lindsay, super nice people. Everyone in the ta- the tasting room has been nice. Yeah. All right, my number two. Uh, we've mentioned it already, but Barley Browns. And the only thing I really will add to my love of Barley Browns is that. 
Kyler Brown is one of the nicest guys around. Uh, yeah, he's very nice. Guy, and he, you know, he's one of those guys who he cares, and you know, he's paying attention. He, you know, he. If you post something on on social media, he will go and acknowledge it. You know, and you don't get a lot of breweries that just jump right out. And he, I think, every time I've I've checked in on Untapped, uh, whenever I've done an Instagram post. He always is there. Boom. He's, he's on it, like acknowledging you and paying attention. So I appreciate that out of an owner. Uh, you don't get that all the time, but, you know, good job for him. Yes. And, you know. He came and talked to us. We chatted with him for like 10 minutes at, uh, at Beergasm yeah. last year. It was great. Yeah, yeah really. Super nice yeah. guy. Super cool guy. So that gets my number two. Steve, number one. Drum roll. My number one is Crux. Oh, look at you. Hmm. Because... They're, the location that they're at, the views that they have, mm-hmm. the beer that they make, is so incredible. Like you, you walk out of the brewery and you can literally see every single no. mountain. Yeah. You know the Three yeah. Sisters, Drink Finger Jack. You know all of them. Didn't we do a list where it was like favorite places to drink beer and Crux was on my list? And yeah. big reason it's was so, that. Yeah, I it's mean, just awesome. Yeah, that yeah, little patio outside is really nice. Yeah. The one thing that it's a little too close to that damn highway. The highway's a little. It is. Yeah, yeah, on the backside. True. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, you walk out the front door, you see right right now. You'll mm-hmm. see their hop vines growing up. Yep. You'll see the mountains in the background, and I mean they have great beer. Their happy hour is changing every day based upon the farmer's almanac, mm-hmm. depending upon when sunset is. Yeah. 30 minutes before, 30 minutes after. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean... I was in Bend... The cast, cast Out, which used to be Outcast, which mm-hmm. they had to change for copyright uh, reasons. I didn't know that. Yeah. So oh, okay. you, so their, I, their standard IPA is called... It was Outcast, yeah. Is, it was Outcast. Yeah. Now it's called Cast Out. Ah. Yes. Ah. Okay. Their session IPA off leash, probably one of my favorite session IPAs out there at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, Half hitch, always great. Bittered with Bravo. Uh, it used to be a single hot mosaic, but it's now it's bitter with Bravo. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's their double IPA? Their standard half hitch. It is half hitch. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, a month or two ago, we had the uh, event at IBU with the the brewers dinner. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was talking to Brewer, and yeah, so Bravo, Bittering, Mosaic for everything else, yep. and it's a great double IPA. Yep. When you have it fresh, it's really good. It, I, I agree with that. Yeah. And I got to say, they're probably, aside from Deschutes, they're probably the most popular brewery in Bend. I was there about two mm-hmm. months ago, maybe maybe a little more. And we tried to go, and I mean, you couldn't even get near the parking lot. And that's one of the only breweries oh, I ever went to where yeah. they actually have people yeah. out there guiding you where to park. <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. see that a lot at a brewery. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, so. yeah. Jack in the brewery. box, but not so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Marcus, you're number one. Uh, it's gotta be block fifteen. That's my prediction. Number one. Block fifteen is in Portland. That is. Oh wait, never mind. Corvallis. Wow. <laughs> party style, <laughs> really? Definitely. I don't believe you. I don't believe party style. Second time in like <laughs> two minutes. Mobby. Uh, I'm gonna order party style and get like uh, I'm gonna get octagon pizza and I'm gonna be like, what is this? And you'll appreciate it. <laughs> you'll love <laughs> it. Thank me. You'll love uh, it. Number one, Hop Valley. Lie. A B InBev for the win. Lies. Okay. Block fifteen. I knew it. Yeah. Um, for the reason, so the only re- so they're them and Degard. I mean, are one A one B for me. Um, because well, block fifteen, I chose one A because of the variety. Like, I mean, 
the guard has variety, without a doubt. Block 15 has a very, very good wild program, sour program going on. Um, very similar to what the guard does, just not quite on that level. But they also put out amazing IPAs. They have an amazing clean beer barrel aging, you know, program. Figgy pudding, you know. Imagine they mm-hmm. uh, they they put out uh, what their one off IPAs. What they did for the Fourth of July was a really solid IPA. Um, Red, white, and boom. Red, white, and boom. Yes. Did you see the video of? So I had a party at my place. Oh, yes. I saw the boom. Yes. Yes. yes, I saw the boom. That's right. (laughs) We may or may not have blown up a can or two. Yeah. (laughs) Empty can. Empty can. Empty can. We re-drank the beer Uh, first. Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, So, yeah. I mean, uh, so because they are, I mean, they're in the realm of like Fort George where everything they make is solid to amazing. And some of their beer is just flat out amazing. Like you said, mm-hmm. Sticky Hands might be my favorite double IPA. I mean, it's in the running. Yeah, could be. Um, it's it's not consistent though. That's that's my issue. Well, but they it's change it every time. They change it a little yeah. bit every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is good sometimes, but other times it's not so good. I mean, there there was one batch I was like, ah. Well, they they this. played. They changed their yeast, and a They're couple batches like a were Belgian yeast. Were, I think, yes, I think the first time I had it, it was a Belgian yeast. Kind of mm-hmm. ban a clove almost. It was, and it's because they didn't know the the right fermentation temperature. I think to to let it go at, and it got a little too warm, and those phenols came off. Yeah. Yes. I, I but um, but anyways, yeah. Block fifteen, freaking right. amazing. Love All those right. guys. And the food again is awesome. Yep. Location. You haven't been to their no. production facility. No. Really cool place. Why it don't you take me? Kind of reminds me, like right now. Or ever. Gross. Ever. <laughs> Uh, it kind of reminds me of like a bend setting. It's a little more rustic. You're next to like this big wide open field. Um, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is Corvallis. They've got lots of fields. <laughs> they just don't have a Gotta good football field. Got to get that dig in. <laughs> got to get that dig in. Uh, oh, God, I love them. Uh, you're, you, you're probably going to be, I mean, I know you know what I'm going to pick at this point because yeah. I haven't said it yet, but it's got to surprise you a little bit. This, I am. this is my number one yeah. brewery of everything to pick. And the reason why I'm picking this is because for years, I have not been a sour guy. Yeah. Um, Cascade was kind of my gateway into sours. Uh, but honestly, I think the guard does them the best. And for a brewery that can make me want to go there just to drink sour beers, yeah. that says a lot. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I like the fact that we, you know, you got to get into a car and drive there, but it's not a real long drive, but it's a nice scenic drive. Yeah. Uh, when you get there, you're not, you know, car tired. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and it's just a you know fun little setting out there by the blimp, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the garden man. I don't have much else to add to it. You know, it'd be nice if maybe they and maybe they are doing this. Cause, uh, I'm sure it's got to be on the radar, but to get something going where they have a full service restaurant, and they're putting something in in the town of Hills of uh, Hillsborough. Man, Tillamook. I wish Hillsboro, uh, Tillamook. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think it's. I don't know if they're going to do food. I'm not sure. I think they're going to do some more storage. They're going to do a, ta- a tap they room there. They had a tap room at one point in Tillamook, and they shut it down. And I think they're reopening. But I think they're going so. back to it, yeah. So, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's going to have food or not. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the space they have right now, I mean, when it's release day, we I've only it's been there packed. one time with you guys. You and Ob- was Obed with us? Or was it Marcus? Uh, oh, or Matthias. It was Matthias, you and I, and Greg. And Greg, that's yeah. right. Uh, and it was, you know, it was pretty difficult to, you know, get in. And we, you know, we had to stand outside to drink our beers and we got rained on. And <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but yeah, we did get a little drizzled. Uh, so, you know, it's... it's tasting room's small. A little more space would be nice. You know, that's probably the only downfall to the place, but uh, I love it. So, mm-hmm. 
All right, man. Well, that's it. Do we cool. want anything else anybody else to say? Steve, any more beer to talk about? That you guys are doing a Davies Beer Main Brew. No, good. Not really. All right, no, man. We're doing good. Anything you got in the fermenter right now? Uh, I'm going to brew a, my fresh hop beer on Sunday. Yes, that's right. Hopefully, so I've entered between my father and I. Uh, we've entered the Fall Classic every year for the last four years. And we've won gold for the last four years with our fresh hop beer. So, hoping for number five. Awesome. There you go. All right. And I think you and I are going to be brewing here pretty soon, yeah? We I hope about so. Getting yeah. some going either. Well, we're not probably going to do it this weekend at this point because it's going to be too hot. Yeah. But maybe next week when we get something yeah. going. All yeah. right. Well, it's PortlandBeerClubPodcast.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Untapped. We're on all the things. We're on Instagram. Pornhub. Pornhub? Yeah. You're on Pornhub or we're on Pornhub? We are. <laughs> we are. I just uploaded a video of us <laughs> drinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Beer Hub. Yeah. Ooh, Beer Hub. How is that not a thing? Beer Pornhub. It should be, yeah. Beerporn.com.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back in two <laughs> weeks with more online bottle sharing. And, you know, we're going to turn off the, the microphones and we're going to keep drinking some beer. We'll, we'll let you know if we try something fantastic. Take care. That's been another episode of the Portland Beer Club podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at Portland Beer Club or Twitter at PDX Beer Club. Feel free to contact me at PortlandBeerClub at gmail.com if you have any news, feedback, or just want to say hi. See you next time.